Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boy, did Valentine's Day sneak up on me. (laughs) Don't know about you. Are you okay? No, I came down this morning, and then my wife goes, Happy Valentine's Day. And I go, When's that? And she goes, Today. And I go, Happy Valentine's Day, hon. Yeah, you know what? When they moved the Super Bowl back an extra week, all of a sudden it kind of impeded on my progress to be the great lover that I am and always remember Valentine's Day. I get home, you know, you're kind of tired, watch the game, then you got Monday's show, and then all of a sudden it drips into Tuesday, and then happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Those listening on radio and those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, download the app if you haven't done so. The gang's all here. Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, yours truly. TireRack.com leads us off this hour. The official tire expert of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Full lineup of Michelin tires. Special offers. Free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Play of the day. Poll questions. Stat of the day. All that forthcoming. Once again, you know the deal. Tyler standing by to take your phone calls at 877-3DP-SHOW. Niners wrapped up the season at the facility, the last media availability. And, of course, they kind of stirred up the fires again. It's not going away anytime soon. Did they know the overtime rules? Uh, now you got some infighting with some players. Now you got family members speaking on behalf of some players. This is the kind of thing that you got to extinguish because it won't get any better as you go into the offseason. Remember when Monty Williams, uh, the former coach of the Phoenix Suns, and DeAndre Ayton, they had a falling out at the end of one season, and then we thought, okay, they'll mend the, that relationship. They didn't even talk over the offseason. And then, of course, they went their separate ways. Uh this is what, you know, the Niners and John Lynch, the GM, like you got to make sure you get everybody together and like, or at least try to get people together. The offensive linemen are pointing fingers at each other. Brandon Ayuk's got somebody in the family tree who's upset. His girlfriend's involved in this now. You know, the Cowboys had this with Micah Parsons, with C.D. Lamb. 
Dak Prescott, moms are involved, girlfriends are involved, social media. And that's what you have going on with the 49ers right now. The Chiefs have their parade today, and uh, Shaq got his jersey retired by the Orlando Magic last night. All right, uh, Seton, what's the poll question we're going to go with, at least the first hour of the program? If you were the Chiefs, Dan, mm-hmm. would you make a uh, competitive offer to keep Chris Jones, mm-hmm. or would you let him go? Well, what's competitive? Because if I'm Chris Jones, I had to suppress my ego and take your one-year deal, and then I went out and proved once again I'm one of the more impactful defensive players in the sport. Are you going to pay me Aaron Donald money? Are you going to pay me Joey or Nick Bosa money? Nick Bosa is the highest paid defensive player. And if you're Chris Jones, he's looking at the other sidelines going, that guy is making more than I am, and I am impacting this game. Yes, he- Especially when you're watching Nick Bosa in some of those highlights where he's running the wrong way of Patrick Mahomes, who's cutting up the field for 15 yards. <laughs> you're like, uh, but we you- saw this with Tyreek Hill, although they traded Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. They didn't want to pay him $30 million. But with Chris Jones, his value there, like it feels like Patrick Mahomes can make up for some blemishes on offense. It's hard to make up for the loss of Chris Jones on defense. And that defense turned out to be the reason why they won this Super Bowl. But am I going to pay $30 million? I think he's 28 years of age. But if you're Chris Jones... 29. 29? Yeah. You're, you're right there with the Hall of Fame career. You're probably already there. With three Super Bowls, you've been impactful in all of those games. And do you want to go get the bag? And that's probably what's going to happen... You know, the commanders or somebody like that will go, here you go. We're going to pay you that kind of money. you got to go to some place that's got cap room there. Is he going to give a home discount? Which the only report I saw was that was not going to happen. That he's, he's going to say, hey, you want me to take less? I gave you more, and you want me to take less so I can stay here in Kansas City. He's, if he hadn't won a Super Bowl, then I understand, okay, I'll take less. I want to be part of something special. I don't know if he says, you know what, I still want to be part of something special. Maybe we, we get a three-peat. Then I'll have four Super Bowls. Then it's undeniable I'm a Hall of Famer. But I think the Chiefs have a couple of decisions to make here. And I don't know if Patrick Mahomes restructures a deal here, give you more salary cap room. Mark Sanchez, a former quarterback, Fox analyst, will join us. We'll talk about that coming up. Yes, yeah, Seaton. How much do you think the uh, possibility of a three-peat weighs in on a decision like this. It's probably not the same for every player, but it is pretty unique to do. Uh, it feels like a, a quarterback wears that more than yes. any other player, but... I would say this wouldn't impact Chris Jones. You know, if you're Patrick Mahomes, it would. Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. It feels like we judge offensive players more so for Super Bowl wins than we do defensive players. But Chris Jones is probably a Hall of Famer. And he, he's been living in the shadow of Aaron Donald, not any longer. But I would think that he's going to be asking for 25 to $30 million. What's he make now? Yeah, Paul. Chris Jones has made $90 million in his career, most of it in the past three seasons, $21 million, $23 million, $22 million. But he's a you know, true free agent. Um, he's made $90 million in eight seasons. So he's been relatively a bargain. He's also first-team All-Pro the last two seasons. Yeah, you might get a three-year $90 million. He may make 90 over the next three years here. 
Um, but he's an impactful player. And, uh, you know, you can't trade him. You know, it's like Tyreek Hill. They're like, we're not going to pay you. I mean, it was a great deal for Kansas City because they got, what, a first-round draft pick, maybe a second, and then a couple, like a fourth and a sixth for Tyreek Hill. It was one of those ones where, like, the tier just keeps going. It's like we got a first, a second, a third, two fourths, a fifth, and three sixths. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you didn't have to pay him $30 million, and you've won two Super Bowls without him. Chris Jones, I think it'd be a, you know, it's strange going to say a sound. It's tougher. It'd be tougher to win a Super Bowl without Chris Jones than Tyreek Hill. Right? That's scalding. Yeah, but it is. It it would be tougher because Chris Jones is, he's more impactful, I think, just because you need him on the defense. They have weapons on offense and you have Patrick Mahomes to clean up, you know, spill an aisle six. So, all right. uh, What other poll questions do we have today? Well, we have part two of that poll question. Okay. Uh, If you were Chris Jones, Mm -hmm. dot, 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 Mm -hmm. would you take the biggest contract offer or would you take less to stay with the Chiefs? I would take the biggest contract offer. You've you've already got your Hall of Fame career. Mm. Now it's about setting yourself up for the rest of your life. So I, I would, as much as I would love to be part of something special... You already have been part of something special. You know, the three-peat is the reason why you're going to stay? Okay. Yeah, Marv. How much less would you be willing to take? <laughs> now, if it's like 2 or $3 million, all right. But if it's half of it, there's no amount of Super Bowl. You can't sell the Super Bowl rings for what I could have made somewhere else. He's got to be looking for $30 million a year. He's got to look at T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, uh, Nick Bosa, and say, I should be getting that. And I certainly understand him asking that. And this is it, 29, 30, 31, this is it. Now, he's probably going to want four years, even though you know, I'd look at three-year window there. Yes, Paulie? I'll throw out a number just for the sake of argument. Let's say the Washington Commanders offer Chris Jones four years, $120 million guaranteed. And the Chiefs offer four years, $100 million guaranteed. So you're taking a $20 million haircut. Which would you guys take? I would still take... I'd take the money. Over the relevancy of the Chiefs and the competitive chance to play. He's been relevant. Yeah. I, you know what? I think it felt like there was acrimony in the offseason when he was trying to get paid, wasn't going to get paid, and it, it was almost like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Like, hey, you want to seek a trade? You can seek a trade. And then all of a sudden, they eventually re-signed him, and he won the MVP. Chris Jones, you know, he has to walk back and go, okay, I'll take the deal. And then he could have been the Super Bowl MVP when you think about it. I mean, he's impactful. And the plays that he make, he's a big-time situational guy. He makes plays when you need him to. He's every bit what Mahomes is on defense. I'm going to make a play that, and certainly the last two years, I'm making a big play at a big moment. I just don't know what Kansas City has to offer him and do they have to restructure deals to be able to get him in and just say, hey, how about staying here, a hometown discount, Chris? Come on in. Yeah, Paul. I'm going to give you an example of someone who was in this Chris Jones situation a few years ago. Remember Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, the great safety? Mm-hmm. He was a chief for three years, went to a couple Super Bowls with them, and then he took a little bit more to go to the New Orleans Saints. I wonder if he regrets that decision because he's much less relevant in the NFL now, Tyron Matthew. Still a good player, but he's not relevant if he stayed with the Chiefs for a couple bucks less, he would have been. Yeah, but I don't think he's been, you know, the kind of player that maybe was with Kansas City. Correct. I mean, you're really, that's what you're kind of, 
basing this on? That uh, how good do we think you're going to be if you leave here? Yes, Eden. I'm reading an article here uh, in the Ringer, posted two days ago. Right. So the morning after the Super Bowl, right? Okay. That would be Monday morning. Right. The title is: The Chiefs have long quietly been emphasizing defense. Now it won them a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Chris Jones isn't mentioned at all. Ooh. in there, not once. It's all about their secondary. Safeties did this. They got cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. They got all this. They got a lot of spags did. Look at the yeah. job they've done the last two years. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. This is that. Chris Jones isn't even mentioned. Uh-oh. And that's the dude that's going to command. The, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's he. Everybody can look at that and be like, that dude's the most important guy. But I don't know that it's going to work out that way. Certainly doesn't sound that, but, you know, you got Sneed. Or and, this is just a poorly written article. Yeah, McDuffie. <laughs> that could be the thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> or this article just yeah. uh Spag's got a lot of love, man. A lot of love. You would have thought he was playing. It was like, yeah, that's, it was Spag's defense. It wasn't Chris Jones's. defense. It was Spag's defense. He's going to dial something up there. Yeah, he completely overshadowed uh, some of those big plays that those defenders made. Yeah. Now you're hearing, uh, hey, Spags deserves to be a head coach. Once again, I will say this for the 478th millionth time. Not everybody is meant to be a head coach. Sometimes you're just really good at one thing. Bill Belichick's coaching tree proves that. Sometimes you're just a coordinator. But you have to try. You have to find out that you're not a head coach. But he's coach. already... I know that he's already done that, yes, but... he's already proven that he wasn't a head coach. Defensive coordinator, awesome. Awesome. But now you're getting this, well, he deserves to be a head coach. Okay. All right. Hire him as a head coach. He's just a great defensive coordinator. Yes, Paul. Do you think there's ever been a defensive coordinator off a guy who's an offensive coordinator who got into the NFL Hall of Fame? Never succeeded as a head coach. Well, Dick LeBeau was a player before he became defensive coordinator with the Steelers. Okay. So I would think that was based off him being a really good player and then defensive coordinator. Has somebody, like a standalone defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator? Not to my knowledge. Yeah, Paul. I'm actually looking at a couple articles that say no pure offense or defensive coordinator has ever been elected to the Hall of Fame. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Well, I always wondered that about GMs. You know, how many GMs in sports have been elected to the Hall of Fame? And, you know, it's different generational because back in the 70s, you're able to keep all your players. I mean, the Steel Curtain, they wouldn't have stayed together. You would have lost those players. So to be a GM now as opposed to in the 70s or 80s or even 90s, it's a far tougher job now. You have to have a capologist, um, you're not losing any of those players. They all stayed. The, you know, the Packers, everybody stayed. The Cowboys, everybody stayed. The Niners, Steelers. Nowadays, it's like people are going, all right, I won my Super Bowl, now I'll go someplace else. And trying to fit everybody under the salary cap. That's why I remember Pat Gillick. Um, I talked to two baseball writers, and I kept saying, you know, Pat Gillick deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And he had been with a couple of teams, won World Series titles, and I think Pat eventually got into the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. But there are certain guys who, I, I mean, Theo Epstein. Theo Epstein's Hall of Famer, right? Right? I mean, um, I, and I don't know if that's up for discussion, but 
you do what you did with the Red Sox, you do that with the Cubs, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer. But I don't know how many other guys do you go, oh, man, because of that guy, he was like Gil Brandt was with the Cowboys. And I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame, but, you know, having a long, sustainable career where you're making trades and great draft picks, uh, like Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie's in the Hall of Fame, I think, as a player. Does that sound right? Because yep. you could put Ozzie in the Hall of Fame as a GM as well. What he did with the Ravens, uh, he was great. Jerry West. Jerry West is a GM. I don't know if he went in He went in as a player, but did he go in as a GM as well? It's like, you know, we have um, musicians. You go in in a band, and then you go in solo. You know, some artists are able to do both. Um Let's see. What else do you have there, Paul? There are a number of GMs who've gotten into the Hall of Fame. Bobby Bethard. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, guys like um, Ron Wolf, et cetera. There's probably about seven or eight of them. Okay. Yeah, and, and they should go into the Hall of Fame because you're building a team. It's one thing to coach a team or play on a team, but you got to build it. You have to have the structure there. Um, who's getting in uh, with Golden State? Uh, their front office. Um who was the GM? Uh, Bob Myers? He get in in the Hall of Fame? Steve Kerr's going in as a coach. Steve Kerr is going in. Did you see where the Warriors reached out to the Lakers about LeBron James? I didn't think that was a real story. Me neither. It, yeah, but people are commenting on it that they did reach out. You know, I'll take a break. I want to I talk about that. Also, we're going to play some sound from the uh, 49ers. Still being asked about overtime rules. <laughs> You know who's thrilled with this topic? Ray Ray McLeod, come on down. Because nobody's talking about that muffed punt. And that could have been the biggest play of the Super Bowl. But it's all about, uh, did the Niners know the overtime rules? Kansas City Chiefs. Now the Chiefs keep piling it on. Now they're laying it on thick. Like, yep, you know, we were discussing this night and day. (laughs) The last, it seemed like the last five years we've been talking about over, you know, it's like, okay. I got this. You guys were prepared. And the Niners, that coach was prepared. That coach might not have been prepared. Let me take a break here. Just getting started. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Take a break and back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Mark Sanchez, Fox NFL analyst and former NFL USC quarterback, joining us on the program. What's the one big takeaway from the Super Bowl for each team? Oh, man. Um, I thought there were three big plays. Three plays that changed the course of the game. I went back and watched it last night. Um, the punt return off a of guy's heel, absolute killer. Um, no points off of Patrick Mahomes' interception, no excuse for that. And then the block PAT, I don't think anybody's talking about that enough. I mean, that's four points at the end of the game. You add – uh, three points off the turnover, and three points off the um, off the initial drive. There, <laughs> when I go back and watch, I start taking notes. Right, the first five plays. Okay, they go. Let's see, where are we? It's like plus eight. Plus 11 or plus 8, plus 18, plus 11, plus 11 fumble. I mean, they are dominating the game. It's not even close. You're like, oh boy. Yeah. Here come the 49ers. They're hot. They turn the ball over on the Christian McCaffrey fumble. Their defense still comes out red hot. They don't even look phased. I'm not worried about them at all. They go three and out. And Kansas City looks throttled. 
They got nothing. No juice. You know, uh, Kinlaw's going nuts. Warner's going nuts. I mean, this defense looks legit. The same Chase Young. Go turn on that Thursday night game um, against the Bears when he was still in Washington. That might be the worst tape I've ever seen in my entire life of a defensive line pursuit to the football. Ever. It was horrible. Him and everybody else across the board. He was available for a reason. This dude looks like a completely different player. He's making sacks. Like, this dude is totally different. They controlled that game, and they let it go. You let you let players like Patrick Mahomes hang around. You let the Tom Brady's hang around. You let Peyton Manning's hang around. They'll find a way to ruin your Sunday. They'll find a way to win their Super Bowl. And it was really too bad. It really – it, like, almost broke my heart for the 49ers. And I'm not, like, a fan of one team or another or anything. Like, I love to see – Patrick Gwinnett, love to see Kelsey, the Taylor Swift thing, like all that stuff's awesome. But it just felt like, dang, man, like you guys had it. You had it. And, um, oh, man, that one hurt. Did you know the overtime rules? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so this is a um, old school Bill Walsh. Um, uh, Mike Holmgren kind of thing. Like you go through, it, it's a West Coast philosophy. When you get to these important games, and you do it all through the season. Like if you're if you're a really good team, you have a guy on a Friday in your team meeting before practice who goes through all these situations. Every week, and you look at other stuff that happened to other teams, and you remind your players, hey, when this happens to us, we are, we're going to do that or we're not going to do that. What they did was unacceptable. Here's why. And you go through that for 18 weeks, okay? As soon as you get in the playoffs, there's no excuse for not knowing. Now, I, I also understand the school of thought of, not bogging down your players with too much information and all that kind of stuff, but you've got to walk through it. You got to have, you, you got to do it. I've done it with teams, with the good teams I've been on. We walk through potential situations and it's just a situation drill for a hundred yards of the field. But and would that have mattered, the Mark? Through. The only thing I, I argued with Shanahan's logic is, you're playing for the third possession. And if you're going to be yeah. aggressive to take the ball and put pressure on Mahomes, the only way you put pressure on him is scoring a touchdown, not a field goal. I, you must use, I disagree. you got to use four downs because you're giving Here's Mahomes four downs, though, Mark. You don't want to give him I, – I, I'll take three downs. Don't give him four. But you are. Whatever you do – no, I know, but – He's if I give him the ball he's first. Michael Myers in Halloween. No, no, Mark. If he I does give not him, die. if I give him the ball first, he doesn't he's use four downs. downs. Yes, right. that's that's give him the ball. That's the logic that I didn't right. understand. I want Mahomes to have three downs, not four downs. Three. They didn't exactly give him right. that. Give him the ball. Yes. Yeah, so they made a mistake. 
they made a mistake by going first. We're saying the same thing okay. two different ways. I'm saying half a dozen, you're saying six. Okay. It's the same thing. Okay. Do not give that guy four down. No, no. That's that, you No know. matter what. Yeah. Do not. Whatever you can do to eliminate a, a play for him, great. Let's figure that out. But I thought that was um, – I thought that was a mistake, and it's really too bad. Those kind of, those kind of things you grow and learn from, but it just sucks having to learn on that kind of stage. And I keep saying this. It just felt in. like, well, you got your My wife. little man. Oh, you're He's little going to school. Oh, okay. Right. Say hey. See you, little man. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Did did, what did you do for mom? What did you do for mom? Did you make her Valentine's? Yeah. Oh, a boy. All right, go tell. All right, go on and get out of here. Go tell her you love her. Go, I love you. Go tell her you love her. Okay, that that's a teaching moment right there. That's what that. Is. That's right. I thought that uh, it it felt like Shanahan wanted Purdy to be the star. Second so, half play calling. I had a problem with that, Mark. I didn't love the third quarter script. No, I really didn't. When you watch the first, I the notes I took last night. Almost exclusively 21 personnel, two backs, a tight end, and two receivers. Why? Because Juszczyk is a Swiss Army knife. He's a satellite. He's where's Waldo. How do you match up to this guy? You think um, Gay and Bolton want to fit up in the run with this guy all game long with a pulling guard and lead, uh, fullback lead, and counter, and uh, stutter and all these play. You think he wants to do that all game? Hell no, they don't. Hell no. I'd have run it forty times, forty times. That would have been my goal. I don't care if we win the game. I want to run it forty times because yeah, I, I know if I get close to forty, I might win it, and we might win by fourteen. I just, I just was shocked at the second half um, script. I. I I know Brock Purdy can do it. I know Devo can do it. I know these guys. Okay, great. In my opinion, you get in big personnel and f- make these guys fit up in the run because it it um, it negates their their strength on defense. Where's their strength? Well, Manahee just got hurt in the championship game. Nobody's talking about that either. He had the strip sack on Lamar Jackson. Nobody's talking about that guy. So what are they going to do? They're going to put Chris Jones on the right side with Brendel, Feliciana, or Burford, and then McKivitz. Those guys have been, you know, in and out of the lineup all year long. What are we doing? Is that a, is that an issue for us? Hell yeah, that's an issue. Okay, but San explain, this, explain this to me, Mark. It's a big down. You know they're blitzing. The Niners know that they're bringing... Yeah, that one. Okay, Yeah. how do you forget uh, about Chris Jones? It's... That's what I don't understand. A timeout. I know. Guys, That's... make sure. Okay, look for McDuffie or somebody, Sneed, but we know Chris Jones has to be blocked. But, and they and don't even put – If you're playing – If put you're a playing Spagnola, if you're playing Spags, like, you better have an answer for zero. You Like, day one, 13 days before the game – I'm already talking to my quarterback. Hey, here's kind of what I'm thinking. I got three options for cover zero. We're going to get it in the fringe red area. We're going to get it down and tight inside the 15, like in the plus 15 area. 
here's what I'm thinking. If we're in any kind of like tight end set with the tight end available, let's go rock, let's go lava, basically bring the tight end in and block. And then we'll get to our options. We'll go over some of those options later on in the next 13 days. If we don't have a tight end, then we're probably going to have to get into some sort of sprint out or whatever, have the back kind of chip the edge and you get outside. Um, you know, those kind of things are like on the table immediately. And I was a little shocked that in those big moments, one, I mean, that's your bell cow. <laughs> like before the game, you put out an APB on <laughs> Chris Jones. Okay. Somebody block him. I don't care what the protection is. I don't care what the play is. Somebody account for this guy. As long as we account for him, at least we got a chance. And um, I thought they were going to run. You know, I, just, I thought they were going to do a draw. Play. You know, you knew blitzes. A blitz was coming, but that's where I would have been aggressive, and I would have made it four downs. But you know, they they ended yeah. up kicking the field goal. Give credit to Chris Jones. Uh, we're talking to Mark Sanchez, Fox NFL analyst and uh, former quarterback in the NFL. Uh, who gets another ring first, the Chiefs or Taylor Swift? <laughs> this was uh, is this the uh, insufferable special with Nick Wright yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't bring up Taylor Swift to him. Oh man, um, I mean, with the trajectory of everything going, I, I feel like. No pressure on Kels, but come on, man, let's go. Amateur to professional, you know what I mean? You got to take the next step. Yeah. Like, uh, you did you go to see Bronny James with Scottie Pippen? Were you at the USC game? <laughs> so USC is recruiting Scottie Pippen's kid, uh, his son, and I happened to let USC know, hey, I'm available. I'd love to come to the game. They said you're sitting. Next to Scotty Pippen. I was like, are you kidding? This is awesome. Uh, and <laughs> I asked them, um, oh, gosh, you're going to kill me. Hold on. I'm going to find this message. Uh, I said, if you could bet every cent you've ever made on a – uh, shootout contest. And I said, Craig Hodges, John Paxson, or Steve Kerr. Okay. I said, where are we going? And his answer, because I <laughs> messaged my buddy back, uh, I said, rank them. If you had every dollar, bet on those guys. And I'm pretty sure he said Hodges. Like almost without hesitation, yeah. and then I said, "Okay, who's number two? And he goes, um, "Pax and Kerr, like flip a coin." And so that was like my big question to Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Other than that, we talked about his kid. My dad called me during the game and goes, "Hey, I see you on TV. Just so you know, Scotty Pippen's kid came back from twenty points uh, with Sierra Canyon. Like my dad watches high school football and basketball <laughs> and baseball, like." <laughs> just at the house. Okay. So he's got the, he's got the stats. <laughs> he goes, tell him congratulations on his son. His son hit the game winner and they came back from 20 points. So I'm looking at Scotty Pippen like, Hey man, congratulations. You know, <laughs> so I'm doing the whole recruiting spiel and 
Like, it was one of the coolest moments for me. My son didn't understand. My wife didn't understand. But um, he's like the most underappreciated player maybe ever in basketball. And um, that was pretty cool. He was, he was a great dude. So nice, so personable. And uh, the only thing is his <laughs> his voice is so low. Like, all I could think of is the right guard commercial. Uh, I'm Scotty Pippen. And it's like so low. <laughs> and the, the crowd is so loud. Yeah. I must have said, what? Sorry, Scotty, what did you say? Like 20 <laughs> times. And I'm sure he was just like, come on, man. Just like, listen the first time. Yeah. Uh, but, but his, his, he's like such a baritone, you know, like it was so hard to yeah. hear what he was saying. Uh, so I felt kind of bad, but he was great. Great to talk to you as always. Sorry we missed you in Vegas. Oh, buddy, I, I'm barely getting my voice back. Me and Fritzy were talking back and forth, and I'm sorry I missed you on Friday. But um, I owe you guys some reports on some young players. Yes. I watched the uh, draft-eligible quarterbacks. I watched their junior year tape or two years ago tape uh, off two years ago. Oh, and Drake May looks pretty good. Send us some uh, of your mescal. Oh, 100%. Done deal. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if you shared. <laughs> Easy. Okay. Easy. But yeah. I'm just saying, Drake May, off the junior tape two years ago, not this season that just Okay, ended. wait a minute. You're going to take him over Caleb Williams? Uh, Caleb, Caleb's one of the most elite and electrifying players I've ever seen. This is ever. just a yes or no. It's you're on the clock. You're the Bears. But if I'm the Bears, um, this has nothing to do with Justin Fields. I think he's a great player. I think there's a formula to win with Justin Fields. You trade Justin. You get some picks for him. You move back. You might move back or up again. Go get the tackle from Notre Dame and your future quarterback in Drake May and let Washington take Caleb Williams. In my opinion, I think you last year, they fleeced, uh, um, Carolina, the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. They took all their picks. Boom. You're rolling. You might get the tackle, the quarterback and maybe neighbors from, yeah. yeah LSU. Uh, from LSU. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That dude's legit. Yep. And I'm talking two years ago film. I haven't watched this most recent year yet. I'll get back to you. But uh, Drake May looks good. I met him at Super Bowl, too. He sounds uh, – he's such a southern, like, good old boy kid. Like, he's great. He's a great kid. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. That's Mark, Mark Sanchez, yeah, Fox NFL analyst. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up. And uh, meet Cole Hardman, who uh, caught the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, joins us final hour. Before the parade starts, back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Do you know who the fastest man in the world is right now? Paulie? I do. Should I? Noah Lyles? Yes. Noah Lyles. Olympic medalist, six-time world champ. He will headline the... Uh, Field at the U.S. Track and Field Indoor Championship Saturday, 4 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Yes, Paul? He has it. He has star power. Mm. Like, Usain Bolt has won in a zillion. The name, the look, the everything. But Noah Lyles has a lot of swag. Yeah, fastest man in the world. Nicole Hardman. He is the star. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver caught the game-winning touchdown pass. Joining us from the parade. Thanks for joining us. Where are you right now, Nicole? Hey, we're on the bus right now. Uh, heading heading to the uh, the parade. Right, we're gonna get on the uh, like the I guess like the float. Right? And uh, have you already uh, had some beverages before you got ready for the parade? No, 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 don't say too much yet. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So maybe you've had some beverages, but we're not going to talk about that, right? Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. All right, take me into the huddle. That last play, when you hear, when Patrick says, corn dog, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, so the play was uh, called Tom and Jerry, actually, this year. Oh, you changed the name. Yeah, so it's, a, it's just a different form of the play. So the corn dog play is like a, um, it's a different a different concept, but Tom and Jerry um, is like the same kind of play, but like the overall concept is different. Okay, but how do you contain your excitement when you go to the line of scrimmage knowing that if it works, you're the Super Bowl hero? Man, you know, it's crazy. I only think that in that moment I really was thinking like, oh, I can walk the game off. I think it was more so as let me just do my job. And But when I caught the ball, I'm like, oh, I didn't know what was going on. And finally I realized that we actually won the game. Okay, did you understand overtime 
that if you caught it, like if you scored, you guys were going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, under the rules. Yeah, we, we go over the rules twice, three times weekly on weekly prep of the, the new rules. So I, I was aware of the rules, but I just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, um, when I caught it, I just blacked out, man. And where's the football? I always at home. I have it. Because when you spiked it, that was the first thing I thought is get that ball. You know what? I I was so blacked out. I didn't even. I thought somebody <laughs> hit it out of my hand. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, even, I didn't even know why I threw the ball. And and what did you say to Patrick when uh, you jumped into his arms or he jumped into yours? Um, I really didn't say nothing because I, I I snapped back into reality when he when he was like, "Oh, we won, we won champs!" Like you're a champion. I'm like, "Oh, okay, bet." And then I'm like, "Oh," and then we just celebrated from there. Uh, take me back to halftime when it felt like San Francisco had a chance to open up a bigger lead and you guys were still hanging in there. What was Andy Reid's message at halftime? Uh, it really was Trav. Trav was saying, you know, three came in at the last minute when we was going back on the field, you know, but Trav won the game, the speech, man, the guy, everybody got So Travis was the one giving the speech. Yeah, yeah. Well, really to, I mean, it was a speech, but then again, he was like, he was just fired up, man. Like, you know, he got so much energy, so that kind of carried through the rest of the team. Uh, who was the, the who was the post game MVP? Uh, Pat was the post game MVP. Oh, really? Yeah, he he won he won the MVP. Man. <laughs> so during the game and post game, he was MVP. Yeah, he was. But you, you kind of figured that, though. You know, that's just Patrick Mahomes, you know? Oh, I would think Kelsey would have been the MVP post. The yeah. party. The nah. party. The party. Oh, the party MVP. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. It, it, it's a lot of, hey, it's a lot of front runs for that one right there. You got a lot of guys. Scott Moore, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tommy Townsend. You, hey, you got a lot of guys that got that award right there. <laughs> Uh, and Chris Jones, Chris Jones was pretty unbelievable too during that game. Got to oh. give him a, oh, yeah. a shout out because that dude makes plays. Man, he makes too many plays. You know, <laughs> he got he 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 a, a freaking nature, man. Uh, that guy right there. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back in a Kansas City uniform. All right, play nice today. Don't don't make the highlight shows on ESPN because you're doing something silly. All right, silly. Right? Yes, sir. I got you. I will. All right, that's the. Uh, Star of the Super Bowl, Nicole Hardman, and uh, getting ready. I think he's already ready, but uh, getting ready, ready for the uh, Super Bowl parade. Well, the boss, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was called Corn Dog, but I guess that was what it was last year, and then they changed it this year, and uh, the game-winning play. But I always wonder about that when you go when you have a chance to win, and you're in a situation like that, you go to the line of scrimmage. Like you got to make sure you got a poker face. Nobody's reading anything, or you're acting a certain way. Got to act like you're not going to get the ball. Man, he did a good job. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, you can't wave to your parents in the stands. Like, Watch this. I'm play. getting the ball. Get your camera. Yeah, it's me, mom. Yeah, I'm getting the ball. Uh, let's see. A couple of phone calls in there. Uh, Chris in Iowa. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Morning, guys. How's it going? Great, 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 great. Yeah, great. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys. Um, hey, so 
with McCall coming back to KC as a big KC fan, appreciate that he came back. And we cannot lose Tony Romo um, from CBS. Otherwise, we lose Seton's impression <laughs> of, of him. And uh, happy Valentine's Day to my wife, Tracy. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got to keep Seton's uh, Tony Romo impersonation. Got to admit, I feel like uh, once we did it for Jim, I felt like wait, that was kind of... Wait, we're retiring it? Uh, well, I wasn't prepared to make that announcement, but I I feel like it's the off-season for the impression. Oh, okay. At least. Well, I, I, I don't know that doing it for Jim and getting a non-negative <laughs> reaction from it, I'm not willing to tempt fate again here. Uh, okay, then we'll have an off-season for your Tony Romo impersonation. But I think when the regular season starts up again. Well, yeah, we'll see. Wow. Okay. Well, now I'm sort of as bummed out as Marvin is. And, you know, Marvin's team lost the Super Bowl. I lost content here. Yeah, well, well I mean, it's not, we'll fill the void. Just mm. saying that. Okay. I don't know that, yeah, like, like Marvin had said, that's sort of like the, the peak there. The, that's, we're not going to get much better than that. Coming up, except on the West Coast, uh, 60 Minutes, an all-new Young Sheldon, and followed by the Equalizer. Third and eight, Tony. I don't know, Jim. I'm going to have to find a new angle here on this one. All right. Okay. Only so much you could do with that one joke. (laughs) Okay. If Tony Romo comes on, would you do the Tony Romo impersonation for Tony Romo? Of course I would. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that's really the only way that we're gonna <laughs> probably get it back. Fritzy, get Tony Romo on uh, only for Seaton doing the impersonation. We don't have to have him talk about anything else. Just that. Uh, Dustin in Illinois. Hi, Dustin. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, morning, fellas. So if you can get Tony Romo on and Shannon Sharp on at the same time, and let Fritzy do his Sharp and Seaton do his Tony Romo, that might be Emmy stuff right there. Uh, but you guys are talking about teams that haven't won a title that were cool. Orlando Magic had Nick Anderson. He was also on the 1989 Flying Illini, who, if they would have beat Michigan, would have went on to win that title. So he, Nick Anderson was on two titles, or two teams that uh, were considered cool that didn't win a title. So that's all. Good luck with the Valentine's Day play. Thank you, Dustin. Yes, yes. Woke up and realized it was Valentine's Day. And then quickly said, oh, your gift's not ready yet. I've done that before. Gosh. Try to get your gift. It's just not ready. Oh, really? Don't want to say, yeah, now I'm going to start working on it today. Uh, Let's see. Michael in Atlanta. Todd, do you have your Valentine's Day sports names? I do. Did you run this by Paulie? It was uh, from a list that there was no real additional names. We had done this rec- a couple of years back. There was no inappropriate names. There's a couple of questionable ones. But is there anything new? Mm, maybe a couple. No, 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 not maybe there's a couple. Are th- We tend to recycle the same ones from the 70s. Yeah, because I don't know if there's any uh, in recent years. There still have to be the players in recent years would have to have a name relating to hearts and valentines and stuff. Well, that would take a little research. It would. Yeah. And, and for me to give up, if I gave the backup shortstop of the A's that has a name relating to valentines, that doesn't Maybe help it's the, the starting shortstop for the A's. Time. It could be. Don't have to be the backup. All right. It's called do some. Some money. of the more fun names are ones that like didn't play in the last couple of years. It's just how it works out with some of these names mm, sometimes. Okay. Michael in Atlanta. Hi, Michael. Hey, Mike. 
Mike? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, Mike, I can. Hey, okay. Uh, sorry, my fiance was calling me. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you're so supposed to take, it. Mike, you're supposed to take the call today. <laughs> anyway, Dan, so what um, I was calling about was advice on Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, any advice for me? That, uh, explain it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, Dan, so Suddenly, somebody got- had a worse Valentine's Day than me. All right, Michael, thank you. Um, since you've been so enthused uh, today about Valentine's Day, I thought you might be compelled to sing me uh, one of those very genuine happy birthday songs. Is it your birthday? It sure is. All right, here we go. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, and to your former fiance. Sorry, honey, I ignored your call. Yeah. I was calling into the Dan Patrick show so they could uh, I could ask them to wish me a happy birthday. Yes, yes. Thank you, Mike. Good luck today. Yes, Paul. <laughs> you ignore your wife, not your fiance. Come on. <laughs> Learn the process. <laughs> Ryan in Honolulu is back. Hey, Ryan. Oh, oh, I love that you love love, Dan. So I've got some Valentine's Day sports names for you. Okay, we are ready. NFL linebacker Bill Romantikski. Romanowski. All right, we're going to step it up a little bit. Come on now. A couple of NBA ones here. Louis Altinder. Lou Alcindor. Okay. 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 DeMar. DeMar Dozen Roses. That's, I like that one. DeMar DeRozan. Soccer. Soccer player. Zinedine. Zinedate. Okay. Okay. All right. Couple of quarterbacks here. Doug Flirty. Doug Flutie. Doug Flirty. Okay. All right. Tulips, Tonga Vailoa. <laughs> How about Ken Gifty Jr.? Okay, Ken Gifty. On yeah. energy. Waterboy, Bobby Bouquet. Bobby, Bobby Boucher. All right, uh, thank you. And, uh, what else? You have one more? One, Give me. Right. Last one, Dan. Cupid going to use his Tim Tebow and Arrow today. Tim Tebow and Arrow. I'm going to give you a polite applause for that one. All right, Todd, here we go. Was this the uh, anniversary, by the way, of... Uh, I got a tweet earlier this morning of the Zlatan s- slept with my wife a bit. <laughs> you see, you remember somebody had a, an absolute top roper? Uh, <laughs> Zlatan slept with my wife a bit? Wow. I think, do you remember that? Or something? I, there was something along those lines. I do, I do not remember that. <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> Absolute top roper. Uh, that was a legendary. Okay, Todd, here we go. All right, we got Ellis Valentine. No. We don't have to do this. No, no you're the one that said, hey. I, gotta, I said I have Valentine's Day names. I, I just want to say f- we have to do this. Just to be fair to Todd, we, he is right. We, I mean, you don't have to do this. I don't think I even brought it up this morning. I think you guys brought it up. Okay. You have Valentine's Day. All righty. Let's just pull the plug. How about we just take a break? break? How about we take a break? Whatever Let's you guys go. want to do. Way to take control. Yeah. Going to take a break here. Get more phone calls coming up. Yes, Paul. Pete Roselle. The ones that you're going to miss. Mm. Or Pete Rose. Yes.
I had the list from 2011. It's sing. Never you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.